So today we're joined by uh, Rose O'Connor from the Limerick uh, Diocesan Centre in um, St. Munchens College. <clears throat> and Rose is very, has very graciously agreed to help us with this short series that we are going to undertake over the next five weeks of Lent. You know, Lent is upon us. It's the season of prayer, fasting and almsgiving. And on the program over the years, we've referred to it as the joyous season of Lent because it gives us that opportunity to prepare to celebrate Easter. And at the end of the day, the celebration of Easter is what defines us as Christians and the big events that lead up to it. And as we think about our preparation for Lent, I suppose sometimes we shouldn't really start maybe with what we're giving up um, because the risk is that puts the emphasis on us rather than kind of thinking about do should we start with the desert because that's what uh, Lent is about. And the silence, the starkness of the desert is what calls us out on, for each Lent. And as the marginality, the, you know, the place where Christ struggled with the demons and where we must learn to alter our focus. Um, and of course, one of the things during Lent is that people are encouraged to walk at the journey that Jesus undertook to Jerusalem, to the events in Jerusalem, on what is now, you know, what is now known as the Via della Rosa, the Way of the Cross. So over the next five weeks, what we're going to do is we have invited, as John said, we have people invited and they're going to share with us um, their reflections on three of the stops on the Via della Rosa. There's three of the stations on the Via della Rosa. And so as we enter into this Linton season, I suppose it's an opportunity for us to pause to take a moment aside on a Sunday morning, particularly for those that are not able maybe to make it to mass or make it to church or to join in a community celebration. And so over the next five weeks, we invite you to be with us as we keep these stops, as we pause and we remember and we reflect on these stasios, these stations on the Via della Rosa. And so, as we begin, I suppose, what we do is we pause and we gather in together and we say to you, you know, pause for the minute, you know, turn off, put down the newspaper maybe for, for, for 10 minutes, kind of just, just sit back and we will journey together and we'll start just by taking a deep breath and listening to a small piece of music just to settle us in to what would be uh, these series of reflections with Rose um, and, and we, as we begin our journey.
When we pray the Stations of the Cross, we recall Jesus' suffering and journey towards the cross on Good Friday. We join him en route, bringing to mind all the people of the world who find themselves grieving, injured, hungry, mistreated, and neglected. As we journey with Jesus, we journey also with our sisters and brothers who find themselves condemned, falling time and time again, being stripped or nailed to the cross in our world today. The first station, Jesus is condemned to die. Jesus is condemned to die. As we pause here at the first station, we take a moment just to be present to Jesus. He had been captured and held prisoner, but now he hears his fate. He is to die. We imagine ourselves drawing close to him as he hears this news. And Jesus said to the woman, Has no one condemned you? Neither do I condemn you. We pause and think of those who are condemned. We pray for people who are condemned to lives of poverty due to others' greed. We pray for those who have been sentenced to death. We pray for all whom we condemn by our judgmental attitudes. Jesus stands in the most human of places. He has already experienced profound solidarity with so many on this earth by being beaten and tortured. Now he is wrongfully condemned to punishment by death. His commitment to entering our lives completely begins its final steps. He has said yes to God and placed his life in God's hands. We follow him in this final surrender and contemplate with reverence each place along the way as he is broken and given for us. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. As I view the scene, I become moved both by outrage and gratitude. I look at Jesus his face, the crown of thorns, the blood, his clothes stuck to the wounds on his back. Pilate washes his hands of the whole affair. Jesus' hands are tied behind his back. This is for me, that I might be free, that I might have eternal life. As the journey begins, I ask to be with Jesus, to follow his journey. I express my love and thanks.
Second station, Jesus takes up his cross. Jesus is handed his cross, a heavy, clumsy cross on which he will be hung and crucified. We feel the weight of what he is given to carry, and we remember his courage, standing up for the poor and the outcasts, the prostitutes and the tax collectors. Jesus said, Come. Follow me. As we make this journey of the cross with Jesus, I invite you to think of your own heavy burdens, the relationships and other situations that are weighing on you. We remember all who are carrying crosses. We pray for the situations in our own lives that weigh heavily upon us and that we fear will crush us. We pray for all people who are experiencing the cross in their lives. Jesus is made to carry the cross on which he will die. It represents the weight of all our crosses. What he must have felt as he first took it upon his shoulders. With each step, he enters more deeply into our human experience. He walks in the path of human misery and suffering and experiences its crushing weight. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I contemplate the wood of that cross. I imagine how heavy it is. I reflect upon it, all it means that Jesus is carrying it. I look into his eyes. It's all there. This is for me. So I place myself with him in this journey, in its anguish, in his freedom and surrender, in the love that must fill his heart. With sorrow and gratitude, I continue the journey. Moved by the power of his love, I am drawn to him and express my love in the words that come to me.
Third station, Jesus falls for the first time. Jesus falls for the first time. He is burdened by his heavy cross and he falls under the weight of it. Jesus falls to the ground. Jesus said, What is your name? Who are the people who have fallen under their burdens today? Who do we see on the ground, under our feet? We pause and remember those who have fallen down. We pray for the homeless. We pray for those struggling with depression or addiction. We pray for refugees throughout the world who have fled their homes in fear. The weight is unbearable. Jesus falls under it. How could he enter our lives completely without surrendering to the crushing weight of the life of so many on this earth? He lies on the ground and knows the experience of weakness beneath unfair burdens. He feels the powerlessness of wondering if he will ever be able to continue. He is pulled up and made to continue. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I stare at the weakness in his eyes. I can look at his whole body and see the exhaustion. As I behold him there on the ground, being roughly pulled up, I know forever how profoundly he understands my weaknesses, my fatigue, and my defeats. This is for me. In grief and gratitude, I want to let him remain there. As I watch him stand again and gain an inner strength, I accept his love and express my thanks. (laughs) 